0: what's up everyone welcome to the podcast i'm your host isaiah copan this is lift and learn episode 14. In this episode, I'll be breaking down why us humans need to eat more plant-based diets and how not to lose all your gains during the holiday season. Before that though, I'll talk a bit about what I've been up to lately, and that might include fitness-related topics, and it might not. If you want to follow me, your host, on Instagram, it's isaiah.copon. And you can also check out my website, isaiahcopon.com. The podcast is on Instagram, at Lift and Learn Podcast, and also on Facebook. You can just search Lift and Learn Podcast. With that being said, let's get into the episode. This week has been another week of PRs. More deadlift PRs for me, since my bench press, OHP, and squat are still trying to slowly catch up to my previous bests. So for deadlifts, I'm finally in the 400-plus pound category once again. I managed to pull four plates earlier this week, that's 405 pounds. I did that on Sunday, and then I hit that again a few days ago when I deadlifted again. It's feeling pretty good right now, doing sumo, and that's with straps, but I'm also getting some sets in without straps. So I'm doing the double overhand grip, which is stuck at around a 335 pull, and my over under grip has been slowly getting up there, so I held 365 pounds without straps. With straps though, like I said, I got in a few sets of 405 this week, which is feeling pretty damn heavy. Keep in mind I'm right around 170 pounds, so it's not exactly the best lift, if I actually competed in powerlifting but that's pretty decent, just not elite level, which is fine. I'm just slowly getting closer toward my 6th plate, which is 585 pounds. That's my lifetime goal, so I'm 2 plates away. My squat, on the other hand, is getting really hard to improve on. I had a few sessions now where I've been squatting 265 pounds, which isn't exactly heavy, but damn, it's feeling heavy for me. I don't even know how I managed to do 3 sets, sorry, sets of 3 plates for 315 pounds for 12 reps a few years ago. It feels like I'm at least 6 months away from even trying that weight again. But that's alright. So far my strength overall is getting up there so that's great, and my programming should get me there as long as I keep having access to the gym. It's just been so hard with 2020 though, all of these closures and restrictions, it threw a bit of a wrench in a lot of workout programming out there, and it's caused a lot of people to not be in shape. And I'm sure we're all in the same boat. Alright, let's go off topic a little bit. It looks like some people got their COVID vaccines this week, even in Canada I was reading. I'm not sure if I'll get the vaccine right away, but if we start to need that proof of vaccine card or whatever to go into the gyms, then I'll probably get one as soon as I can. I'm not one of those conspiracy theories, or sorry, conspiracy theorists out there that believe like Bill Gates or the government plans to like microchip us with this vaccine. That's just laughable to me. I mean, if the government actually wanted to know what you do every second of the day, they'd literally just look at your phone. You carry it around all day and give all these companies your information already. It's really not that hard if they were actually looking for you. But trust me, most of us are not that important, even though some people seem to think that in their head for some reason. All right, on to gaming now. I don't know if you heard about all the rage this past two weeks, it's a game called Cyberpunk 2077. So this game was announced in May 2012 and just came out a few days ago on December 10th. So they worked on this game for 8 years after so many delays and people have obviously been playing it non-stop. The reviews of the actual game look pretty good, but there's no dedicated PS5 version of the game right now. But you, sorry, but you can still play the PS4 game on the 5 and it actually runs a lot better than playing it on the PS4, which just looks silly, to be honest. There's like frame rate drops all over the place. You can actually look this up on YouTube if you want to. There's so many bugs in this game. Pretty sure they didn't patch it all up yet because there's so many glitches going on. I saw cars going through walls like Platform 9 3/4 and 3 quarters in Harry Potter. Saw people's heads popping out through the roof of the cars. And sometimes the NPC, their faces weren't even rendering, it was literally just a blurry head. But I think they fixed the NPC rendering with the first patch that came out a few days ago after the game's launch. But the easter eggs looked pretty cool, I saw one that was related to the office, that was pretty cool to see. It was about how that surgeon killed the Yakuza boss on purpose or whatever. I don't know if anyone actually remembers that scene, but I thought that was pretty cool. I'm planning on getting the game sometime in 2021 though, when the bugs are all gone, and probably when it goes on sale for the first time. The game, besides the bugs, seemed to be pretty good though, so it could be my first actual PS5 game. And the company who makes the game actually released a statement this week, or in a tweet, You can apparently get a refund on the game now until December 21st, since the game runs so bad on the last gen consoles. However, I've heard that it's been pretty tough to get the refunds, so it's basically a giant mess at this point. The statement also said that they have a few big upcoming patches to fix some of the issues, one in the next few days, another in January, and another in February. And one more thing before I dive into the fitness topics for today. Sports are finally back. While at least one that I actually watch, basketball is back. Even though it's only preseason, I finally have something to at least play in the background besides Netflix or Disney Plus reruns. The regular season is coming up this week though, so I'll get to watch the Raptors again and probably watch LeBron dominate yet another season And he's 36 years old. And it looks like there's no news on when hockey is coming back. God, I just want to watch the Blackhawks play some games again, even though they'll probably lose more games than they'll win this year, which just be heartbreaking for me. Last I heard, they're restructuring this hockey season so that the Canadian teams will be playing each other more and the U.S. teams will play each other more since the borders are still closed or whatever. So we'll see how that goes. I feel like they're just stalling until the vaccine gets rolled out a little bit more and they'll force the players to take them or something so they can do a regular season, unlike NFL, which has had to postpone some games due to COVID. But I'm sure that will probably happen during the NBA season too. Almost forgot to mention that the Cleveland Indians will be changing their name. Now, there were a few names that were possible, but they ultimately decided to go with the Cleveland Wahoos. The Cleveland Wahoos. Yeah, that's real. It sounds like an SNL skit or something. It's definitely in line with everything that's gone on in 2020. So the Cleveland Wahoos. (laughs) And apparently this was actually approved by Midwest Indigenous communities, so it's pretty much official and restores honor to the native people of Ohio. So first, it was the Washington Redskins, who are now the Washington football team, and now we have the Cleveland Wahoos. It's only a matter of time before they come for the Chicago Blackhawks, which will just be stupid. They're going to have to change one of the most iconic jerseys of all time if they do that, so hopefully that doesn't happen. And the very last thing I need to mention is that they have officially extended the border closure between the USA and Canada. Looks like it's been extended until at least January 21, so I won't be able to get my car through anytime soon. Topic one, why we need to eat more plant-based meals. I feel the need to bring this up because one of my clients this week actually asked me about the Mediterranean diet. And this diet has many benefits in humans, like reducing risk of heart disease, Diabetes, some cancers, it'll help you live longer and keeps you in a better mental and physical state. With the way our diets have been for the past 50 years or so, our sugar, red meat, and highly processed food consumption has been growing and it doesn't seem to be slowing down anytime soon. These diets have led to the growing obesity problem worldwide and it's causing an increase in a few major diseases, which kills hundreds of thousands of people every year. Before COVID-19 was around, these diseases actually kill the most people in the US. And this is why if you wanna be healthy and prevent these kinds of diseases and problems that may occur later in your life, then it could be time to switch up your diet to more of a plant-based setup. Of course, when I'm talking about having a more plant-based diet, It's not something you just go all in with just because of everything I say on this podcast. If you eat less than three servings of vegetables per week, it would be unrealistic to completely change your diet in order to have three servings of vegetables every day. The chances of you sticking with the diet if we're talking long term is probably less than 1%. So in this case, add more vegetables and greens into your diet slowly, and that'll make it a little bit easier to stick to. Now, when I say we need to slowly transition to a more plant-based diet, it doesn't mean I eventually want you to go vegetarian or vegan. It just means you need to be more mindful when it comes to adding plants and greens into your diet. That means adding fruits and vegetables into your daily life, along with nuts, seeds, whole grains, beans, legumes, and things of that nature. You can still have your lean proteins and yes, You still need to eat your proteins and carbs, but you may have to choose better sources. That means choosing good fats from oils without trans fats, along with nuts, seeds, and avocados. So to start off, you should be substituting some of your carb sources and maybe some of your protein sources for some sort of green vegetable or foods like tofu, quinoa, lentils, or beans and chickpeas. Switching to a more plant-based diet could help keep you at a more healthy body weight. This is going to be important in terms of getting rid of the fat around your midsection and around your organs as a plus in order for them to work more efficiently. For example, if you substitute out some of your rice for some broccoli, then this will obviously lower your calorie consumption while also ingesting flavonoids and phytonutrients, which could also lower inflammation throughout the body, which I'll talk about in a second. Getting back on track, eating more plant-based food sources has been shown to significantly reduce the amount of weight you gain in multiple long-term studies. This is a pretty obvious one, since eating more plant-based foods which are typically lower calorie foods, is a great alternative as opposed to eating higher carb meals, along with red meats and even other meats that may contain higher fat, cholesterol, and higher sodium content. This kind of diet could also lead to reduced inflammation within the body. Like I mentioned earlier, these foods have nutrients you won't find in meats and other carb sources, like flavonoids, phytonutrients, and carotenoids, which will help your body eliminate free radicals, and free radicals damages your cells and could cause illness and causes you to age quicker. I won't dive too much into that scientifically, but these foods will obviously strengthen your immune system. Another reason you should incorporate more greens into your diet is because it could help you live longer. Along with reducing your risk for obesity, you'll be getting in nutrients that will help with your longevity, along with reducing your risk for all kinds of diseases and ailments, linked to eating higher fatty foods and highly processed foods. Just implementing greens and plant-based foods alone will lead to better health in general because of the extra vitamins and minerals you'll be giving your body. Now I mentioned it in episode 9 about fiber and a plant-based diet ensures that you'll likely be hitting your fiber goal because you're eating your greens along with whole foods while not eating many high processed foods which strip the fiber right out of the foods that you eat in favor of chemicals that you probably can't name and they add sugar and sodium. Now, remember that I said we should move towards more of a plant-based diet. Like I said, that doesn't mean I want you to go vegetarian or vegan. I just mean we need to make more of an effort as a whole to eat more plant-based foods and greens because we don't eat enough vegetables in general. So implementing vegetables would be a great addition to any diet for everyone since it's something we're pretty much all going to be lacking with the way our diets has evolved over the years. Nowadays, highly processed food just it tastes so good and food in general is just so accessible. We can use Uber Eats or whatever other app and we don't even have to move anymore to get our food. And that's what's causing our bad health and obesity epidemic these days. Me personally, I've actually never used a food delivery service in my life, believe it or not. And those fast food options, of course, they're not going to be good for your health. Yeah, they may taste good, but ultimately should be limited in our diet because it doesn't satisfy much else besides that taste factor. If you're looking to stay healthy for a long amount of time, then it's a good idea to prepare your own meals and incorporating veggies and plant-based meals into your daily and weekly meals. So the next time you're going to take a trip to the grocery store, be sure to plan ahead and pick up those vegetables and fruits as soon as you walk in and have a list on hand made up of a few better choices. Topic two, how to not lose gains during holidays. So with the holiday season officially kicking off next week, I figured it would be a good way to try or sorry, a good time to try and help those out who are trying to not lose so many gains during the holiday season. So I'll be going over a few ways to help you not gain too much weight next week or possibly even the next two weeks since Christmas time usually means that everyone just relaxes and enjoys themselves until the new year comes around. If you're not from New Zealand, then there's likely still restrictions on social gatherings because of COVID-19, so Christmas, at least for my family, isn't going to be the same as the previous 29 years that we've celebrated it. It sucks not being able to see my extended family since it's been like that for basically all of 2020, so maybe next Christmas will be extra crazy. But for me, avoiding all of that holiday or Christmas food is going to be pretty easy since my family decided that we won't do our usual big large family gathering and I'm actually going to be spending it in the USA away from them all. So that means no infinite dessert plates for me and I'll probably be eating my usual chicken breast or chicken thigh dinner. But I'll still give you a few strategies on how not to lose all of your gains during the holiday season. And this will apply to gatherings in the future as well. So first off, you can't possibly gain five pounds of fat in one day. It's going to take a lot of extra calories. However, it could appear that way on the scale if you step on it the next morning. But most of that is going to just be water weight. Eating five pounds of fat in one day would be something along the lines of eating in a 15,000 calorie surplus. And in one day, that would be pretty hard to do by accident. One of the ways to keep your gains and stay healthy during the holiday season is to try your best to keep your stress levels low. If you're listening to this episode on day one, then it's a week till Christmas. And chances are you're listening to this after the 18th of December, so maybe I should have put out this episode a little bit earlier so that you could have at least listened to this and prepared yourself. But it's of course a good idea to try to keep your stress levels low at this point. And I know that may be especially hard around this season because most of our tendencies at this point is to procrastinate, especially when it comes to planning get-togethers or grabbing gifts for everyone that we care for. Especially this year, a lot of things may be up in the air, but that could actually help keep your stress levels low since maybe for some of you, maybe that means you actually won't have to see your in-laws or close family members that may stress you out in the first place. This may actually be the calmest holiday season for some people out there since social gatherings are still limited, but regardless, try not to procrastinate things around this season. An important factor that gets overlooked regardless of the season is drinking water. I might have mentioned it on here before, so I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but drinking water before your meals, especially during these big Christmas feasts, would be a great way to limit your calorie consumption. Of course, drinking your water before your meal will fill up your stomach a bit before you eat, which should lead to you eating less and may stop you from just eating with your eyes and filling up your plate with all kinds of food. If you are seeing some family over the holidays, then maybe try bringing something a little bit more healthy. It doesn't have to be fully healthy, I don't mean just bring a bag of spinach or whatever, but maybe bring something leaner than what's usually there. For me and my family, it's mainly Filipino food or Chinese takeout. And if you know anything about Filipino food, it's usually pretty high in fats compared to a typical meal. Personally, I had to give up Filipino food a lot over the past few years because I couldn't really track what exactly is in it because I wasn't making the food. And it doesn't really line up with my goals when it comes to building muscle, staying lean or being healthy, and avoiding the diseases that older Filipino people tend to get. So maybe that means bringing something like a whole chicken with asparagus or broccoli on the side that isn't drenched in vegetable oil and sauces and butter. Or maybe next year I'll bring an altered Filipino dish that has a leaner protein in it as opposed to having something extremely fatty like pork belly in it. I mean it tastes so good but it's just so bad for you. I'll have to do something like this for next year maybe. So don't just go off the rails when you have one thing. This is fortunately going to be easy for me this year since my family won't be having a big gathering because of COVID. But literally every year besides this one, I'll be the one over there having cupcakes during Christmas meals because one of my cousins would always bring these amazing desserts from this place in Etobicoke or Toronto called San Remo Bakery. Shout out! But yeah, try not to go off the rails, especially when it comes to eating sweets, if they're going to be widely available to you during the season or for the next few weeks. This one is tough to follow though, and took me a few years to learn, and it's just one of those things you have to learn from experience. Another thing that may help you is to go for a walk if you can after your meal. For us Canadians, that's hard to do, but I have clients all over the world, and for them, It's a little bit easier. It's been snowing in Canada and it's actually snowing where I am right now. It's, I mean, I think it's expected to be like 30 centimeters of snow where I am. It's pretty crazy outside right now. So obviously it's going to be hard to get any kind of exercise in. So what I would usually do is I play with the kids. I mean, they're usually running around and are always more active than the adults who usually just sit around, watch TV. Watching basketball is the yearly tradition for my family, and there's probably a little bit of drinking as well. So for me, I play with the kids, and even had a few sessions in the past where I did push-ups with my baby cousins on my back. Now, I don't mean you need to be that extreme, but just hanging out with them for a few minutes or maybe running around with the dog around the house, that could also help. Any kind of movement would be good. Another thing that may help you is to pay attention to the order of food that you're eating. It's a good idea when you're eating your Christmas meal to start eating your proteins first. And I've already mentioned this tip before. So, protein that's a macronutrient that will of course help build muscle, but it's also more satiating. <laughs> satiating, there you go, than eating carbs. That means you'll notice that you'll get fuller eating the proteins, that's maybe roast beef, chicken, or steak, as opposed to eating your carbs, which could be rice, mashed potatoes, or if you're at my family gathering, maybe some Cantonese chow mein and fried rice. I know for me, I could eat mashed potato all day. But you'll notice that you get more full when you eat your protein source first. That will help you limit your calorie intake. On a related topic, Don't eat until you can't move. Don't just eat until your stomach is completely filled to the point where you're just going to lie down on the couch or sneak off into another room and take a quick nap. This has happened to me before. So I'm speaking from experience for me. I was on a strict meal plan back in the day and I would always binge every holiday season because I felt like that was my cheat meal. Now that cheat meal would turn into a cheat day. And then the next day I'd be eating leftovers leading to another cheat day. Next thing I know, I've been eating recklessly for a few days while not working out. During most holidays, the gyms are usually closed too. So that means I'd be overeating for a few days, combined with not working out and just relaxing at home for a few days. That together actually could set me back a month's worth of progress sometimes. Now, for others, that's going to be huge, but for me, that wasn't that big of a deal since I've been consistent for years because I enjoyed myself during these times. But for most people, like I said, that could take away all the momentum that you had and you don't want that to happen to you. Nowadays, I know that I can still enjoy myself, especially over the holidays and social gatherings without just going all out. And these are the, some of the strategies that I used. So I hope that'll help you with your own journey because you don't want to set yourself back too much heading into the new year. I know your resolutions for the next year may include getting into better shape or being healthy in general. So try some of these strategies to end the year on the right foot. And hopefully that can carry on into 2021. And that concludes episode 14 of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you really enjoyed the episode or my podcast as a whole, then please leave a review and comment on iTunes or whatever your choice of podcast platform is. Also, if you haven't already, you should hit that subscribe button because I'll be releasing episodes every Friday. If you want to follow me, your host, I'm Isaiah.copan on Instagram. And you can also check out my website, IsaiahCopon.com. If you want to follow the podcast, you can check out at Lift and Learn Podcast on Instagram. And there's also a Facebook page if you just search Lift and Learn Podcast. Again, thanks for listening and be sure to tune in next week with another episode where I'll be talking about the effects of alcohol and I'll be talking about mental health as well.